0: Hey guys, this guys, it's John Farris, and you're listening to Inexist Access All Areas.
1: Access, access All Areas. My name is B, and I will be co hosting this series of podcasts with my in excess nerd, Hayden Murdoch. We will be delving deep with you all to explore everything there is to know about this iconic band of brothers in excess, sharing music, tours, videos, albums, and oh, so much more.
2: Well, hello, welcome to Access, access All Areas, episode 128, the podcast that aims to dive deep into all things great about this band. Get them into the Rock Hall of Fame, thank you Philip Mortlock, and uh, enjoy a podcast series that entertains and engages with a bunch of patrons and fans across the world. Hello B. how are you? What a big week for NXS, it's been on a media level, hello.
1: Absolutely, hello Hayden, yes, a massive month I would say.
2: Yes, yes, well it looks like all things are coming together and we'll go through those little things in a moment, but... uh uh, we are pretty excited, I guess, at the moment because uh, we are coming off a one two punch with John Farris. And B was able to find a little nugget of an extra 15, 20 minutes mm-hmm. that we would slot into a little gratuitous third episode, along Bea, with a long lost segment that's coming back today, of which you've got the new ball on. So we might be doing a bit of pleasure and pain today.
1: Yes, I'm so excited. I've got a great list.
2: <laughs> which is going to be your pleasures today we all okay. listen I was very very impressed and there's some stuff we will go through later but uh um uh, we, we we can't hide from the fact that um a friend of the podcast came on for uh I think it was two two episodes I think with Philip we we were able to to get out and he put a sort of a nice little sort of article out there that the whole worldwide media has gone crazy about B so um, I think it made news in Australia and then suddenly Billboard magazine picked it up and um, I guess, you know, the, the 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 crux of it all is really the push to get the band into the Hall of Fame and, and giving credit to Dr. Jim and Shannon and co uh, who've been putting that particular petition together. Uh, but we got a nice little mention in there as well down the bottom of the article and um, it's not about us or Dr. Jim, it's all about the band and it was great to see that the broader media across the world picked up this story.
1: Yes. So a big thank you to Lars Brandls. Um, Lars, thank you very much for um doing that interview with Philip Mortlock. And um thank you to both of you. I've actually been in touch with Lars. He was in um he's Australian, but he was actually in um South London at the time when Michael passed away. So we were talking about those days. Um so yeah, it's great. Thank you. It's nice that he's a fan of InxS.
2: Yes, so thank you, Lars. Uh, I guess uh, a really good sort of uh, thorough piece there. That, as I said, it has been picked up on things and. I guess it's some really good timing. You know, we've had the rock and roll hall of fame inductions last week. Um, I guess it's a bit like a, a a, a relevant topic to talk about. Uh, Like who's next. Uh, We've got Michael's sort of anniversary. He's passing uh, obviously over the next week. And, you know, I guess the band themselves, you know, through uh, Shabu Shabar and a few other things being out, uh, are getting a little bit of uh, generic and wider coverage on that uh, side of things. So, uh, very, very happy to see that occur. And thank you, Philip, uh, for using your clout to get the the movement going even further.
1: And we also have to thank Blair for coming on. Um, I don't know if you've heard the interview yet. A coincidence happened. So I got talking to him about his daughter. He's got a 16-month-old baby girl, Hayden.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So who else had a 16-month-old baby girl when he passed away?
2: Oh, uh, okay.
1: okay. Yeah. So mm. it's a very spooky coincidence that um, Blair will be at the uh, INXS um, venue where they were supposed to be playing, and that's happening as well. So hmm I thought I'd uh, mention that.
0: Todos escuchen. Este es una fantasía de vino y mujeres. El sueño de todos los hombres. Hecho realidad. Vamos todos a tomar este.
2: Now, on the day of us recording, uh, B, it is uh, International T-Shirt Rockstar Day today, and we should basically tell the audience, uh, very full well up front, that we're both wearing white plain T-shirts today. (laughs) We haven't actually got our T-shirts on just yet, but I reckon, B, throughout the afternoon, we will, uh, after our work duties, we will don on our our T-shirts tonight. We may take some pictures. I know Mark Opitz has already posted him in the recording studio today wearing his ACDC T-shirt, B. Have you seen that
0: yet?
1: Yes, Hayden, we should be wearing ours. Yes, I have seen that. I've put a post out onto our socials already. It's Australia. Um, oh. it, yeah, it's only for Australia, but that's all oh, cool. We,
2: we can, we, our, our fans are international. We'll, yeah.
1: Absolutely, Hayden, you co- yeah. you're correct on saying that. So, yes, yes, so get on your T-shirts and post them and put them into on, onto our thread. We'd love to see you. We've seen a couple Alexa. already this
2: morning, haven't we? Is that right? Oh, yeah. I think yeah, there was one this morning, yeah.
1: Well, Laurie got her Shibu Bar t-shirt today, so okay. it's very apt. <laughs> uh
2: And uh, name escapes me at the moment, but there was a lovely blonde lady there who had her excess t-shirt on that she posted. B. Who was that? Oh,
1: Juliet. Juliet.
2: Juliet. That's right. Yes. Yeah. So well done to Juliet. Sorry, I forgot your name, but uh, I was I am at work at the moment, so uh, you know, again, did slip through the to the keeper. But well done, Juliet, for wearing that. And we will post some out today uh, for ourselves, B, and get those out there. Um, All right, B. Well, we've got a big show coming up, so we're going to just basically get straight in and welcome a couple of new patrons aboard. I believe we have two to welcome aboard, and then we'll go and welcome the broader majority. B, over to you. I'd like to say hello to everybody outside on the highway. Let's all say hello to everybody outside. It's about 10,000 people at least.
1: Hello. Hello to our honorary patrons, Tim Ferriss, Nick Egan, Mark Opitz, Richard Simpkins, Cameron Adams, Mary Woods and Darren Jones and Paul Jolie. Our patrons, Carmen, Laurie, Carrie-Anne, Danielle, Sarah Markham, Sarah Camia, Dr. Jim, Katie, Lisa Mack, Anne-Marie, Susan P, Susan B, Foxy, Pedro, Mandy, Matt, Linda, Yvonne, Caroline, Amanda H, Amanda V, happy birthday to you my darling. David, Tracy, Paul, Paul Bridges, Paul Buckley, and Sandrine. Happy birthday. Ella, Ryder, Tony, Erica, Abigail, Martin, Fell, Jim, Matey, Kelly, Jackie, Sean, Sheila, Shannon, Helen, Brett, Suzanne, Laurel, Bard, Genevieve, Shelby, Manny, Laurie, and Jill. Happy birthday. Yari, Laos, Heidi, Paula, Lisa Urban, Angie, Nancy, Juliette. Scott, Anthea, Maria, Nicole, Tracy, Darren, happy birthday, Vernon, Jamie, Diana, Stefan, Andrew, Georgina, and hello to our new patrons, Stephen and Keisha. And a special mention to Sudee, Joe Robbins, Jenny Vink, Michael Spriggs, Glenn Davis, Paul Boozy, and Jay Finlayson. Thank you very much and welcome to the podcast.
2: All right, and while I remember, I have seen through some of the traction, there has been a few fan packs and kits going out to some people. Uh, I know some of us will be to the end of the show about this, but uh, do you want to just share again for those? Because I know there's been a few people asking about getting fan kits from Mary Woods.
1: Oh, the fan kit. Yes. Uh, Unfortunately, I've only got one here in in Australia. So all the others I'll be going through um, from Mexico from now on. So if you want one, there's one left um, that I have here. And that's one that's got um, Michael Hutchence's signature. Well, it's a Pizza pro- promo of Michael's signature on a um, guitar pick. Um, oh. Yes, well, so thank you to all of those of you that have purchased, those So quite a few yeah. went out, like you said.
2: Yes, mm. yes. All right, B Now we're going to sort of throw. Actually,
1: you, we? Hayden, we've got the auction finishing. <laughs>
2: Okay, you scared the shit out of me when you said that <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, with, with the with the auction coming up, okay, uh, where are we sitting at the moment? We got a reserve price mm-hmm. on that. I think that was a pretty significant thing. Where are we where are we tracking at the moment?
1: Yeah, we're at four hundred dollars at the moment and we've right. still got one more day to go. It's pretty right. good. I'm I'm very yeah. pleased with that. But it would be nice to have a bit more, wouldn't it?
2: Yeah, well, I thought we had a reserve on a five hundred because this is a guys. I'm not sure if you're aware of this. This is a uh, deluxe. A, this is a deluxe CD edition of the original Sin with all band members' signature on it, signatures on it, uh, and it's a very unique item because you can't buy it on iTunes because of all the copyright issues and things. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we would just say to you guys or Spotify, you can't get it. This is probably our best ever auction item, and we've had things go out at eight hundred, a thousand bucks before even a send <laughs> a message. Vinyl Single went out this time a year ago for about $800. So, so guys, do yourself a favour. This is only on $400. We want to get double that. Um, and, uh, you know, with only a day or two to go, um, I would get your bids in, etc. cetera. Um, all right, B. Now, we're going into part three today, obviously, of the, of the stuff with John. Now, we don't have a huge amount left, but we have saved a few little goodies for last. Is there a hint or two that you can give to the listeners about something particular, why they might want to hang around for another 15 minutes to hear John speak?
1: Well, before I say that, I want to say um, to Sue D, she's been watching the video that we put out onto YouTube. I hope you've yeah. all been able to subscribe to our YouTube channel. And she was watching John on her big screen. She says it was great having John in her lounge. Yeah. So um, that yeah. was cool. Um, what have they got looked look forward to this week? Well, John talks a little bit more about um, his passion for music. And uh, no, I'm not going to say anything. You've got to listen. It's, right it's, it's brilliant. We'll talk about <laughs> it afterwards.
2: All right, B. Well, uh, before we get into that, what's the time for?
1: It's time for the news. Hi, it's Dave from England, and you're listening to In Access, Access All Areas with Hayden and B. And now it's time for the news.
2: All right. Well, normally in chart news, we can uh, opine about the uh, merits and the ups and downs of the greatest hits. At the moment, uh, the album in excess uh, is not in the area chart. So it's probably been a double fortnight now where that's occurred. So please do yourself a favour. Uh, Shabu Shabar hasn't actually charted either, B, which is a bit surprising, although it, it was a bit of a... Uh, what you might call a boutique sort of edition with a certain limit on vinyl sort of being released in terms of the clear-cut copies and things. Um, But I do know Revolver from the Beatles that cost $57 as a reissue uh, hit number two in its first week. So uh, there can be traction occurring. So if you haven't got the Shibuya Bar stuff yet, go out and do yourself a favour equally while you're down at the music store pick up Noiseworks new album Evolution it's a ripper uh, we have uh, had a few little sample tidbits on it uh, and references over the last few weeks but uh, the album Evolution is available on uh, all your platforms and all, and also at your uh, your local stores and things as well I guess also to mention to Blair a little bit earlier Bea, uh I guess in about a week and a half now we've got the big sort of gig up in Wollongong there now and I saw some really cool pull up banners B. that you've gone off and organised do you want to just maybe uh re-articulate what the Wollongong gig's about and how it all plays out for NXS fans coming along.
1: All right. Well, if anyone's in the area, I hope you can grab a ticket because this is going to be a full-on gig. We've got a full crew going down and we'll shout those out later on. Um, But Yeah, so we're all heading down there on the 26th. Doors will open around about 7, and then there'll be two bands on. There'll be Barnstorm and then our beloved Don't Change Boys. Um, We have got some special videos from the band that are going to be played, which is going to be very exciting as well. And We'll have a promo table so you can come and meet and greet us. But more than anything, we want to hear your stories and we want to share them. So we've got a little film crew happening, and we're going to film the evening Um, and um, then we'll get it out onto our socials and onto our uh, YouTube channel and share it Absolutely. if you all.
2: Uh, and also, be, I believe the following day, on November 27th on the Sunday, uh, Greg Pirano, Michael's probably long, uh, best friend uh, back in the day, and uh, Richard Simpkins, Life in Pictures with Michael, uh, and a uh, little protégé in the studios in 1991, uh, have organised a bit of a get-together at one of the cafes, I believe, uh, in Bondi, uh, for a little bit of a get-together remembering Michael. So uh, I do know some people from the Wollongong gig, and those around Sydney will be coming along to that. Uh, and that would be great as well, Uh, you know, representing Michael's 25th anniversary of his passing.
1: Yeah, thank you, Richard, for organising that. Looking forward to meeting everybody.
2: Yeah. All right. Now, I'm going to just rip through these little bits of news items. I've got a few here, so uh, I I guess I'm going to just go through some. Uh, I know what I feel about platforms. People have been commenting on Bono's comments about Michael and uh, Paula and just, the, you know, the uh, relationships and things like that, and I know it's a pretty – Uh, common thing to do Bono bashing. Um, And initially when I read Bono's comments about, oh, I couldn't be friends with Michael towards the end because of this, this and this, I was a bit like, really? Well, you get up on stage and talk about how great he is, but now you're selling a book, you're uh, doing blah, blah, blah. What I'm probably am going to do, though, being in all these cases, is I'm going to probably read the chapter or read it a bit more yeah. uh, to get get some context. Yes. Because when you do get a book, you know, there is obviously highlights that get sensationalised. But, um, yeah, I think for everybody out there, you know, let's do ourselves a favour and read the chapter and read get a bit more perspective. Read it properly, yes. Yeah.
1: Yes, not sensationalised by the media.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. There you go, Bono. We're helping your book sales and we're placating the uh, the enemies. Um <laughs> Also, too, um, I know on Apple, there was a little thing the other day where they weren't sort of relaunching, but they were sort of highlighting uh, the uh, the Seven Sins movie and the 13 tracks for that soundtrack there. So if you did miss that when it came out in 2021, uh, feel free uh, to actually include yourself uh, uh, on that um, you know, particular uh, purchase because uh, we love doing that particular episode or two, and uh, we loved the movie, and there were some really great remixes of some rare songs that don't always get put on compilation. Uh, I think from memory B put the red lights on don't tell them that you're gone
1: Leave me-
2: Uh, All right, and Gig Watch, uh, Live Baby Live tribute band. I think B did this particular cruise uh, a month or so ago. They're doing another one in Port Macquarie on January the thirteenth. So uh, hopefully, those who attend this one aren't running down the bank saying, "Come on back, come on back, uh, boat." Uh, Also, too uh, in excessiv,e uh, also played last night at the Lucky Garage. You know, here in Melbourne. So if you were a chance to go and see those guys, we saw them a couple of weeks ago. B and had a fantastic night uh, in at the Crown Casino. Uh, So if you. did enjoy the uh, the gig last night at the lucky garage uh, feel free to post any photos or uh, anecdotes and don't
1: forget we've uh, i did an interview with david a couple of days ago so we'll be bringing that onto the show very shortly
2: absolutely um all right rock and roll hall of fame news so congrats to Duran your eurythmics dolly parton uh pat benatar and husband neil gerardo amongst others all getting inducted into the hall of fame uh, I do know the uh, the Edge from you two did induct uh, Eurythmics and uh, uh, did miss an occasion uh, to uh, you know promote a worldwide uh, policy issue in Iran or something about women as well. So thanks Edge for making it all about yourself, uh, not about analytics. Lennox. Uh, there's a little drive by there for you two. There's a cool little cover band playing around California at the moment, and it is made up of two members of Green Day, uh, the lead singer and one of the main, I think, guitarists there. Uh, so Billy Joe Armstrong and Mike Durant, Uh, they did a big Halloween gig playing 36 songs for recently, and every time they do gigs, they love to play Don't Change. So it is good seeing the Green Day boys in their little offshoot cover band uh, represent what a great song Don't Change is. You can go to YouTube and you can find that. There's plenty of examples mm-hmm. of it. Also, too, the Aussie pie, the, the big Australian pie. Andrew Farris is joining the American pie. Uh, oh, Don, yes. <laughs> Don McLean on a tour next year. So, what those guys. You are, are you I know. I thought I'd be a bit cryptic. Uh, the Aussie I did send that out to Andrew. I said, look, great to see the Aussie pie joining the American pie. <laughs> and for those that don't know, the Australians love a pie. Uh, I reckon Andrew mm-hmm. uh, probably has enjoyed one or two in his day, like I have. Um, nice. But, uh, yeah, they're joining a big tour sort of, I think, in the early parts of next year across Australia and New Zealand. So uh, not a bad double act, B. You go see uh, Andrew and Don McLean, two of the great songwriters of the 20th and 21st century.
1: I was reminded by Marlena that I need to read the small print because I got very excited that I saw Coffs Harbour on the thing. I was like, "Woohoo!" And yes. says, he's not going yes. to Coffs. Oh, right,
2: okay. I- also, too, uh, big happy birthday it would have been Chris Murphy's birthday a couple of days mm. ago, but um, also to management. Do you know Sam Evans' birthday is the same day?
1: No, I didn't until yeah. then, unless we thought about it last yeah, year. But no, it's no, Laurie's I- birthday as well. On the same
2: day. Well, there you go. Try on the same there. day. Yeah. And we've had a lot of birthdays this week. I think it was it Sandrine. Uh, uh, yes. Um, sandrine birthday, this birthday week.
1: too. Yes. And and um, Darren Jones.
2: Darren Jones. Okay. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Parents, all of these parents must have had a, a very boring January, February, <laughs> uh, I guess, in their in their day. Um, and also, too, just rounding out the news, there has been just come out this morning uh, on behalf of the NXS.com website a uh, a real fan interaction thing where uh, it looks like they're putting a book together, or a compilation of uh, anecdotes and stories where uh, they are as- actually asking fans across the world to submit uh, an in excess experience something that you had it could be a gig, a concert, or a CD experience, meeting the band. Um, I would encourage all of you go to the website. I haven't really delved deep on it yet, but I did see a sort of little blast hit my phone. Um, so um, I think it's a great idea. Anything that can create interaction between the band and the legacy and your fandom. Uh, we would encourage you to go direct to the side and maybe submit something. Uh, Bee's already got three hands up, like she's got four stories <laughs> to submit already. No,
1: so no, you, no. Bea. I'm just no. I just <laughs> love at the fact that they've read, they've they've written. We will read every single email that comes through. So right. it's worth worth sending an email to them, guys.
2: Fantastic. And one other massive bit of news, we're going to actually have our listeners wait till the very end of the tribute song today, where we're going to be announcing a major guest that we're interviewing over the next week, that we will uh, allow you to know who it is at the end of the tribute song today. Uh, and big thank you to you uh, for lobbying away over the last few weeks to get this person on. It hasn't been easy, but it's, let me just say it's the missing piece of the puzzle, isn't it? <laughs>
1: It's been very tiresome but it's yes. been fun but yes, yes, it's taken months but yes. we've done it. We've
0: done it. Hey, this is Tim Ferriss. Big shout out to Hayden and B. Also wanna say hello to all the listeners and NXS fans. Thanks for listening. I love you Hayden and B. You're doing a great job. Keep it up.
1: This is Ella from Middelburg, the Netherlands. You're listening to In Access All Areas with Hayden and B. And now it's time for the
0: topic
2: of the week. All right, B. We are very fortunate to have a little nugget or two left with John, regarding you know our uh, interview a couple of weeks ago. And I think the theme of today's show, really, uh, when John comes on, is is just about being the musician within the band and not looking at himself just as a drummer. Uh, he was very musical with technology. He was very musical with what the live show looked like. And Mark Opitz, I think, mentioned that there was probably two geniuses in excess, Andrew Farris' is one and John being the other. And I think it's sort of reflected, you know, in how he shares, you know, his emphasis on what, you know, the music was about and seeing himself as a true musician. Uh so yeah, looking forward to rounding out the uh the three Pete with this one, B.
1: Absolutely. Let's take it away with John.
2: ready to fight I'm casting my net to the right I know that's the way Is there another chapter or or another angle for in excess sort of going forward? I know I don't believe and I don't sense. Nor do I cover the fact that they need to go and retour and everything like that again. But is is it about the heritage and the legacy of the songs and the material? And and I know we've got Shabu Shabar being reissued next week, which is great. Yeah. Is there a, another chapter within the band that you can foresee? Do you see another uh, pathway for in excess in some way in your life or the other band members? Um, not at recording or or touring, but just some capacity
0: oh yeah look there's a lot going on behind the scenes and believe it or not you know the catalogue is huge and because the catalogue is huge uh it's got a life of its own now and and Mm -hmm. that's managed um by uh, you know, uh, Sam Evans with, with Petrol Records, and, and, and so that's amazing. You know, we've always been interested in, in uh, pursuing things that were just outside the cookie-cut rock and roll band stuff. We're always interested in, in film or, or, you know, uh, the, theatrical, it's something that's just unusual. And so there's a lot of things out there. I mean, I won't mention too much because, I mean, Chris used to come out and, and, and do a lot of um, kind of, like uh, what's wordy? Like little hints and, and little kind of uh, you know hinting at something, or he would drop a little Easter egg, and and there'd be you, know, you, you never know this might happen here, and and all those things are still at, at play. Yeah. Um, uh, but in terms of us getting into a room and recording, I think that's very unlikely at the moment. I can't – like, I'm not going to say no, but I, there's no mm. plans right now for that. Mm. Mm. I, we, we did a
2: thing with Sam Evans last year with the, uh, the short film that came out, um, uh, Original Sin. That, uh, Seven
1: Deadly Sins.
2: The- Seven Deadly Sins. We, okay. we We sort of got the press kit and helped sort of do that via your website, and she was lovely to deal with and things as well. I think the catalogue, as you said, I mean, we've got ironically this month this, this last two weeks, it's actually Milestone Week. You've had Listen Like Thieves, Shabu Shabba, Stranger's Party, Just Keep Walking, all these things have all been released seemingly mid-October mm-hmm. and on Twitter at the moment, they're all going off with, you know, 40 years, 30 years, 25 years or whatever there. Is. So I guess with all that depth of catalogue, you've always got a milestone and something being remembered, which is great. And I know the dance music scene, I guess, through the stuff that, you know, um, has happened over the years, it's been great seeing other artists take some of your stuff like Jua Lipa recently, Precious Heart, I think, from Tall Paul many years ago. A lot of his stuff has actually been taken and used for, uh, you know, modern consumption, put it that way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's great. It's great to, to know that there's still burgeoning, you know, younger demographic artists who are not completely cutting themselves off from the past, you know, who are able to look back and, and recognise something that inspired them, and integrate that in, as a compliment to me. I mean, that's a compliment to the band. Yeah, as they say, you yeah, know, someone copying something of yours is is a compliment, you know. Um, and I, I'd rather have that than just be sort of completely sort of disappearing in, into the abyss. I mean, so just so long as I, just so long as, as any burgeoning artist still can can have some connection to the past. Uh, to understand the cultural evolution of how we got to where we are with music. All
2: of us. Yeah. I think in excess weren't operating in silos. I mean, you were a drummer, you could play guitar, you know, you were very keen on the sequencing, the programming side. I think you were very much in the live scene, very keen with supporting the crew and the lighting team and the production. Yeah. And you seemed to always have quite a vested interest in the live show, I think, as well. And I don't think yeah. you always saw yourself as silo, as a drummer
0: only, you know? No, I mean, to the point where maybe I should have been more because I was, not a, I was never a drummer's drummer. I was never just sitting around reading drum magazines and it was really something I taught myself that I loved I was passionate about but I never gave it that much like I was never there all day just practicing all day long and I I wasn't (laughs) rude of a guy you know just sort of but, but I, I learned my chops on stage, so I did all my growing and developing on stage and all the time off stage I was developing other stuff. So I was mm. teaching myself, you know, computer, um, you know, sequencing software, uh, digital editing and, and uh, you know, integrating different sound effects and, and recording techniques and, and learning just production techniques and all those. I think sort of some,
2: some of your peers like Larry Mullen and that emul- emulated that stuff with you a little bit. You know, I know you were a bit of a pioneer with it um, and frowned upon from some people originally. But Yeah, I, oh, yeah, know. frowned
0: upon. Yeah. Now, yeah. now it's okay to go out, stick a USB stick. <laughs> oh, yeah. And stand mm. and go, woo, and, and you've got 10,000 people who think that's amazing. Yeah. 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 Like, please it was explain. It please explain, okay, because <laughs> I remember doing a gig uh, Radio uh, City uh, Music Hall, a huge, very prestigious New York gig in the early 80s, and we had this uh, review there, and I read the review just by accident recently uh, and in the review it's got the band that's so kick ass and man they got this back beat's really great and solid you know the top band's great and all this stuff <laughs> and, and they go but you know it sounds like the drummer's got like a, a, a sound like there's a drum box in the background somewhere I mean you know and it was like, like a- it was a poo poo it was like <laughs> poo poo that's mm-hmm. not live I'm going sorry yeah. when was the last time you tried to play live with the drum machine while you mm-hmm. trying to do a gig with six people like that's not easy
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. So like you're playing with a click track or anything, was it?
0: <laughs> well, I was. That's the point. Yeah. Is that yeah. playing with a click track and having uh, it? That is,
2: yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: but see, yeah. but see what I'm saying? Like when you're a pioneer, you get poo-pooed on until it becomes acceptable, and then it's yes. it's absolutely fine. But no one seems yeah. to remember that they back then you were getting poo pooed about it. I mean, you know, well, yeah. Oh.
2: Like pet like pet sounds, that was poo pooed, wasn't it?
0: I think so from yeah. memory oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the Beach boys yeah Beach boys. well exactly yeah. and because yeah. exactly I mean you go uh, Sloop Drum B and all that sort of stuff I mean beautiful songs on that record absolutely right so so I, I enjoy being a pioneer and this stuff I enjoy usually being uh, misunderstood because it takes a little while for everyone to understand what I'm was, what i doing and what I'm interested and in. that's why uh, it, I was never a drummer's drummer although I have all respect in the world for any drummer's drummer because uh, that's what makes a drumming world go around. But um, for me, <laughs> I was more interested in technical things and production things, which is why I ended up being involved with the road crew and I enjoyed the road crew and used mm. to be really involved with those guys and I loved them very much because that's what made it happen. And I just loved production and uh, you know, I was the guy on the, the back, in the middle, I could see the flanks left and right. I could see who was doing what. And, and so I had a real visceral involvement with, with the production. So,
1: so Motley, you know Motley?
0: I know Motley very well.
1: Yes, I hear that, and um, I, I I speak to him quite regularly. And oh, no. uh, yeah, he's in over in Europe at the moment. I think doing stuff. Oh, well, well, he, he was with Kiss. Yes,
0: that's right. That's why. Right. That's, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Most bands that come to Australia now use in excess crews. So Elton John took a lot of in excesses crew. You know, Kiss has a lot of in excess crew. Um, we've we've had a really great reputation for having the best crew in the world, and that's so. You always found our crew guys are always with some really great, really, you know, established artists because they only want the best. And and so it was really lovely and, and a really great compliment to know that any guy who was in our crew was there simply because it, it was a real it was a real honor. Yeah. 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 And and so um I, I look with I look so fondly to my road crew guys. I love them. Like I still I, I miss them so much and mm. I love that I'll miss the, the, the touring, crew, military style, getting it together no matter what your obstacle is. We overcome that and we kick ass. I mean, that was just a great, great way. I love that.
1: Well, I you spent that. so much time together. for yeah. have got years and years of it. <laughs>
2: Hey, does John, remember the band of the 80s? does Johnny hate jazz? Or does Johnny like jazz?
1: <laughs> Johnny loves jazz. <laughs>
2: there was a band of the age, Johnny hates jazz. So drummers generally come from a jazz background and there was a Charlie oh. Watts. Yeah. Do you like jazz?
0: Yeah, I, like- I absolutely. I mean, I love it. I mean, I, yeah. I was sort of more, because uh, I, I realized I, I wasn't, um, I wasn't like um, classically trained. So yeah. Um, I recognized that I wasn't a jazz player but I love jazz and I would and I would listen to more jazz fusion or rock jazz jazz rock yeah. uh especially in the 70s we have things like Weather Report uh Steely Dan and all these that's the sort of stuff I'd be really interested in and later on I got the, you know John Coltrane and and uh, Miles Davis and all sort of stuff. Um, a, a little bit of um, jazz was definitely inspired in, in my playing. Uh, but as I said, I wasn't—I wasn't, I wasn't a, a traditionally uh, trained jazz. I wasn't traditionally uh, uh, trained at all. Um, mm. But I would just steal little things, you know, little jazzy things. But I don't have what's the word? I don't have the right to call myself a jazz player. <laughs> I have too much respect for jazz players. <laughs>
1: Bought you your first drum kit when you were a baby.
0: Yeah, well, um, I got my first drum. I don't know. I was probably two or three, and then my dad made me because we, you know, we didn't have money, so he made this kind of drum. It was like like a tambourine drum almost, without the jingles on it. And yeah. he and he put it on a, like a kitchen stool and painted it, and that <laughs> was my birthday present for my I don't know sixth birthday or something. And then he just put me in a room and play marching band music. Uh, Oh and and so I'd start doing that and then I'd take that record off and put the Beatles on. (laughs) And, And then and then we were looking at a newspaper one day in Perth, Western Australia in 1965 or 66 or something. And there was a drum kit for sale for $55. I remember Aww. going, that's so expensive. That's so much money. Mm. My God. You know, I, and I, I mentioned it to dad in passing, you know, like, hey, look, there's a drum kit for sale. Like, just, get it. That's my <laughs> just hat. leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then okay, and, like, a couple of days later and there it was. And it, and it had yeah. no hi hat pedal. It didn't have a hi hat. Yeah. And it didn't have a floor tom. And it had one little symbol, which I think a caked in lid would have sounded better um, a snare and a little tom. And so I taught myself drums to play with my uh, kick drum with my left foot. Oh I didn't know. And so one day someone said a couple of years later, hey, what about a hi-hat? And I'm like, what, what, what's that? What's that? <laughs> and so I go, where do you put that? So I put the hi-hat over here on the right side of the, the fort. So I'm going, that doesn't look right. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so then I moved it over where most drummers have it, and then I had <laughs> to I had to put my right foot, right on, foot on it and, and learn how to <laughs> tap with my right foot and do that. So that created me now to be able to play drums uh, using my left foot and kick. Drums. Fantastic. So, yeah.
1: You had very tolerable parents, didn't you? Oh, they, I know. Very... I bless them. Absolutely. Be. I love them. I never met them, but like I just love them that they gave birth to you and oh, uh, gave you that Pete. room to, uh, thanks, to be well, so creative.
0: You nailed it. And being a parent, you know. Uh, mm, oh, yeah. Gotcha. That, <laughs> that, that was the gift. That was the gift. Um, it was just them giving us space until the day they said, for God's sake, can at least the three of you play in the same bloody band because mm. you're practising at three different <laughs> rooms and I'm about to lose my, my, my shit. I can't
1: imagine having that noise in the house. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Lee and I, we had a uh, back in May, a two year anniversary of our podcast, and we did a in excess Northern Beaches tour. We went to <laughs> on Michael's a <laughs> on a bus. And it had the music going. And then we went to Michael's Memorial. We went to Davison High School. We went to oh, your home. you wow. went and door knocked your home.
1: Mm, we uh, made it into in, a little documentary. I'll send it in to a you, a if you like. The lady answered
2: the door. <laughs> she had COVID. She couldn't let us in, but she waved to 30 people downstairs outside <laughs> your old home. Um, uh, we went to the factory where uh, Clemo used to let you guys rehearse. Yeah,
1: Clemo. Uh, good old remember, Clemo. Remember
2: Clemo? Yeah, that factory area there. Apparently, uh, you guys had a lot of money for rental, but then you decided to play a concert. We really are getting to the essence. We went to the uh, uh, Stay Young film clip area down in, where's that be?
1: Um, Klontoff.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, we found the beach. We actually, we went. um, Darren Jones came with us as well. Um, And Helen Kirkwood, do you remember Helen? Uh, She used to hang out with Darren. So we've got this whole community. We've got something wow. at this at present time we've got around about 70 people that actually um help us and support us and pay for us to keep this show going and wow. they so cool. they've sent out all loads and loads of questions which we haven't got time for um but can i just say their names to you because they'd awesome. lo- love to hear their names said to you yeah. um and the biggest person that i need to speak to you about is our gorgeous um Laurie. she is a massive fan of yours and she she would just to oh, yeah, no, she is um, great chick. And um, yes, please give her a kiss. Send her a kiss. That would be wonderful.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: so we've got Laurel and Maria, Paul Buckley, Ryder Bard. Um, he's all from all the way from Norway. Um, Lisa Mack. Ella, she's from the Netherlands, Joe from the UK, Genevieve from Canada, Danielle from Florida in, um, in the US, Laurie from Chicago, Tracy from UK, Manny from the UK, Carmen from the Gong, Wollongong, um, David from UK, Jim from Melbourne, Mandy from the UK, um, Pedro from Portugal, Andrew from South Australia, and Katie asked me, I asked her what um, – Question she'd have. She says, "Um, Seriously, um, what's your telephone number? (laughs) 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 But we have lots of questions and maybe. We've we've weaved a few of them in anyway. We have, we have.
0: Why don't we look, um, you know, just get through Nicole again and uh, maybe, you know, look for another quarter, maybe or yeah. for months and we'll do another one and, and I'll put some time aside and I'll give you two hours and make like that, how's that sound? Oh, that'd be great, lovely yeah. lovely, lovely. thank, thank you so much thank you very much for the opportunity to speak with you and also to give uh, me the opportunity to say thanks to everybody out there who's not only supported your platform and your po- podcast but he's been there for all those years, even in it's minutes thank you, mm-hmm. right? it's, it's all wonderful we all are from the same we're all cut from the same cloth and we're all going to the same place so you know we're all, we're all in there together. I just want to say thanks and just love everybody and uh, just loving life. And it's just so great. There's people like you out there, so thank you for being you and, and everything you're doing. It's fantastic. Thank
2: you. Enjoy the serenity, uh, enjoy the uh, beautiful sounds. I know you've had some hearing issues from your rock and roll days. So I'm sure the tranquil sounds of uh, northern New South Wales uh, 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 must be soothing to the ears. And I, we yeah. just thank you for, uh, for very much coming on giving us the time. And thank thanks to Kerry for giving you extra time.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I'll thank her because she's giving me uh, rolling instructions. I've got yes. to go now and put something in the oven uh, uh, now. Uh, I'm already three minutes late, and, and then I've got to take my to to to, uh, to gymnastics. So thank cool. you, no worries. Really, really, really love to see you.
1: Thank you bye very, bye. very much, Thanks John. Love
0: to you. After all, God bless you, sweetheart. And we'll bye. see you soon. Okay. Thank you. See
2: bye you guys. Bye.
1: Bye,
0: bye.
2: bye. Hi, it's Paul from Sydney.
0: Uh, you're on Access All Areas with Payton and B. It's time for pleasure and pain
1: okay well it's 1996 so everybody get back into the 90s and relax in your bath and let me go walking with you or jogging or we're at the gym turn this up because i've got some cracking songs listed here today and after i've played them hayden's going to come back with his take on these songs
2: Pleasure and Pain, start off here with Wannabe, Um, well, it's a twee little song, I guess it has aged not as great, but uh, I guess it had its time and place at the time, Uh, I guess it was the start of their career, wasn't it, which is is pretty cool. All right, next one, Uh, Space, Uh, Female of the Species, I must say I've never heard of it before, I wouldn't say it was that pleasurable for me, but I'm glad you liked it. All right, third one there, that's right in our wheelhouse in Australia. Yep, Uh, good choice, Dreams, Uh, The Cranberries. Came came and went pretty quick, and unfortunately, Dolores, the lead singer, uh, lost her life a few years ago. But, um, yeah, good choice. I think uh, a lot of our listeners will like that one. All right, Uh, next one, Born Slippy. What an anthem, what a song, what a time and a place to be in England, hearing that one be uh, on the uh, Train Spotting soundtrack. Uh, Vintage choice, uh, I probably would have had that in my list. Great job. Next one, uh, OCS, The Day We Caught the Train. Uh, haven't heard it before, but liked it. Uh, good choice. Um, I guess that was probably part of your UK experience back then. Uh, next one, uh, Professional Widow, Tori Amos, uh, the remix version by Armin Van Blue, 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 Blue. Uh, that was a pretty big hit on the dance floors here in 99 when it got remixed, but it, it was obviously on her 96 album. So wonderful, wonderful choice. All right, next one, the Prodigy, Firestarter. Talk about a juggernaut at the time. Uh, I guess this must have been the single that came out off the Father of the Land album, just the, uh, well, that album came out the year later, but um, excellent choice and uh, part of a real uh, British, uh, you know, I guess, uh, onslaught worldwide with some really good songs of that era in the mid 90s. Uh, next one, Fuji's Ready or Not were came and went pretty fast. I think she went to jail, poor old Lauren Hill. Um, but uh, good song and uh, great sort of production, I think, as well. So good choice. Uh, next one, what a gorgeous song. Happens to be called You're Gorgeous. Uh, I love this song when it was out, and I still think it sounds fantastic now. Uh, so I didn't know the name of the band. They're called Baby Bird, apparently, as you just said. Uh, I guess they uh, only came and went with one song, unless you have more to share. Uh, but good choice. Uh, next one down here, uh, you got Wonderwall, Oasis. Uh, sorry, everybody, this was the one Oasis single at that time I really didn't like. Maybe it was just hype too much and I had to be contrarian. Uh, I thought this particular song was just a bit overrated. It's a, it's a, it's a well-structured song. But, um, yeah, I, I, I love the other singles off uh, Morning Glory more than this particular one. But this was the juggernaut. This was their signature song. So um, I guess I am wrong and the rest of the world are right on this one like you. Uh, all right, and the last one here, uh, rock and roll. Talk about uh, Led Zeppelin uh, covers. Uh, this I, I don't even remember this being covered back at the time, but it must have been on something that uh, you heard B. I assume, but uh, uh, good choice because it's a good song and uh, a bit hard to stuff this one up. Well done, B. <laughs>
0: And this is Manny from the UK.
1: This is Lisa Mack from Brisbane, Australia. And this is Felicia from Everett, Washington, USA. And that's a wrap. All
2: right, people, that's a wrap. Uh, how lucky are we? A uh, fourth piece of the puzzle there uh, on our podcast for three weeks there with a the deep dive. Thank you to John. Thank you to the family. Thank you to his honesty and sincerity coming on. And um, uh, uh, it was cool doing the YouTube stuff with him, which a few of our listeners have enjoyed watching too. And I'm sure we will get our third edition out on YouTube as well with this one.
1: I might put the two and three together and do it as our zoom. So, yeah, um, absolutely. yeah thank, absolutely. Thank you, John. That was wonderful, and I'm I'm really looking forward to having some more chats with you and getting some more of the patron questions out because I know they're itching to be answered.
2: Yep, hundred percent. Now we are looking forward over the next couple of weeks. We do have uh, our uh, lead singer from Inaccessible, Dave Graham, uh, whose uh, episode is in the can with the interviews. That right, be.
1: Yes, it's in the can. So I don't know when we're going to put it out because we're just a very, very busy podcast, aren't we Hayden?
2: Yeah, we are. We are. And as we said, after <laughs> our tribute, tribute song going out today, we will uh, mm-hmm. undoubtedly have a little nugget to will sneak at the end. But we yes. want all of our listeners listening right to the end today. Yes. Um, so we're not going to waffle on too much more. Without further ado, we're going to go out with a bit of a tribute song today. a hey. Rock, drum, opera as a thank you and ode to John Ferris because let's just be honest, John Farris uh, on the uh, drum opera B was a tour de force, uh, sums up the real skill and dexterity of his drumming. Also ties in with a little auction item, uh, but we'd like to go with a bit of a bang today and say thank you, John Ferris It's a goodbye from me.
1: And it's a goodbye from B. Goodbye, everybody. Well done. Love it. Well, it was amazing having John on, but who's left? Let me think. GGB, Gary, Gary Beers. We've had a message and we have got him coming on the show very, very soon. So you lucky patrons, send in your voice messages. Give me an email. Send me a message, anything you like, and we can get those questions to Gary Beers. And he's coming in with Toby ran from Asher Moon, so we'll find out a little bit more about Asher Moon too. And please, please, please remember to download Not Enough Time on the 22nd of November on the passing of Michael, 25 years. Let's honour Michael by giving him Not Enough Time um, back into the charts if we can. Tell your friends, tell your family, let's get this downloaded. Thank you guys. See you next week and now for the Duchy. This is the Dutchie,
2: and you've been listening to In Access, Access All Areas with
0: Hayden and B.